Manx Radio's Countryside is brought to you by NFU Mutual. Hello and welcome to Countryside here on Manx Radio. I'm Simon Clark. And I'm Kiri Kermode. Recently I popped along to the Isle of Man Pony Club Dinner and Awards Night. And on Saturday morning I popped along to the sea terminal to join the queues of people who were ready to get their tickets for the forthcoming annual Young Farmers Concert. Well, Kerry, brighter nights, bit better weather. It's uh, reasonable for lambing, isn't it? It really is, yeah. It's a lot milder and, like you say, it's a lot lighter at night time now so people are able to come home from work or, you know, do more jobs in a day, as they say, you know. It's it's always a great feeling when you get another hour under your belt and it means an awful lot for the grass growing as well. Yeah, and it's tough for, for people. You know, People don't realise the amount uh, that sheep farmers have to do because they don't just check them at 11 o'clock at night and and that's it till eight o'clock in the morning is it no no it's a lot more intense than that especially if they're indoors you know every couple of hours there'll be somebody around shepherding making sure everybody's well and and full bellied as well but uh, like you say the weather has been on our side so far and it's not been too cold so farmers are able to get the lambs born and and put them out to grass and even the ones that are lambing outside at the moment yeah the the weather's been kind enough yeah and the the grass itself fairly good it seems that way i don't hear many farmers complaining just yet no uh, it's not too dry anyway (laughs) that's one thing but um an an excellent night uh, by the sound of it at the um at the uh, isle of man pony club awards a really great evening so many young people getting involved with the horse and pony scene here on the isle of man but the success that's coming from these clubs as well you know many young competitors taking part in england and cheshire and all around the uk and uh, to hold their own as well, you know, right up there with some Britain's best. I popped along to the awards evening at the Paul Rose Golf Club and I caught up with Cheryl Curfee, who was in charge for the night, and some of the competitors. Cheryl Curfee, a really great night here at Paul Rose Golf Club for the annual Pony Club Awards. What a full house and so many little riders. Yeah, it's the first time we've done it and we normally have like a little Christmas party and we give out our awards at that. But it was kind of lacking a little bit of something for the older members. Um, So I kind of thought, well, the young farmers dinners that we've had in the past where you give out the awards and it's, you know, have a carvery and stuff. I I kind of wanted to emulate that um, and let the older ones get a bit of recognition for what they've done throughout the year. And talking of recognition, there was some seriously top awards won with these youngsters, not just here on the Isle of Man, across the whole of the UK. Yes, we did a review of the year and kind of focused on the achievements of what some of our Pony Club members had done this year. Um, So we had successes in eventing from um, winning the Cheshire Shield with some of the bigger, older girls um, to games... um, success and people going on to um, finals and games competitions Um, then to Tritathlon, Blay Richardson she's done absolutely phenomenal she's now ranked 8th in Britain for her level and just to let our listeners know that is a it's no mean feat no it's definitely like Blay um, so Tritathlon is um, a sport a little bit like modern pentathlon where they do shooting swimming running and riding across country course so they um they have to excel in all those areas and then blay is really really so dedicated to it she's so focused wants to do an awful lot in the future with it um 
and hopefully take it further and maybe go into Melbourne Pentathlon, I think. And like you say, that's a huge achievement. It's a lot of focus for a young person. It's to be good at shooting alone or swimming alone, yeah. it is fantastic. But to have you know, those under her belt at such a young age is, is absolutely fantastic. But nipping back, Cheryl, Pony Club is a world-known organisation? Yeah, we're a massive organisation. There's actually 170,000 members of Pony Club Worldwide, so the Isle of Man branch is just one little part of it, so yeah, it's huge. And it's it's not only the com competing away and um, the riding horses to a higher level, the, the base level's massive. Um, you know, they start at three, they go to camps at age three and rallies at age three, and they, they, you know, they play and they do treasure hunts and they learn about pony care and looking after ponies right up through till 25 they can stay in and do they have to own their own horse you know because there's so many people out there who want to get involved with something like this but maybe not have the resources to do so so we we are a pony club that um mainly you have to have your own horse but we have a lot of members that would share siblings horses so there's maybe one pony in the family and they all share or they have a friend's pony that they bring along um, there is another riding school at Ballowettstone is our centre pony club so there you go and um, you hire the pony and Stella provides a pony and so she can do pony club for people that don't have um, the, their own pony but hopefully then they get the the bug at Stella's and then get passed on to us so fingers crossed that we get some centre members over too as well but that is like what you say it's a great hobby to be involved in you know it gets children outside having fun making friends like some of the young people I've spoken here tonight they love it because they make friendships yeah. and I think that's so important yeah I grew up through Pony Club um, I'm now chief instructor of Pony Club um Grew up through Pony Club, have friends that I've made through Pony Club and now going on into our 30s and 40s, <laughs> still our friends. So it's definitely a great way to make friends and stay friends because you have a common interest. You, you're not able to go out and hang out on the streets on a Friday night because you're getting up early to go show jumping the next day and you're all in the same boat. So, um, and, it, and again, it's the dedication of looking after a pony, um, getting up early to go to shows, competitive side of it, so teaching um, people to be competitive, win, lose or draw, you know, every aspect, yeah. I think that is it, it's, it's that element of having fun. But you know, some of the people may have seen the Pony Club out in force at the Royal Manx show this year, you know, you're trying to make a lot more awareness. Yeah, yeah, we, um, we want to promote Pony Club to the island a little bit more, so I know there's a lot of people out there that have ponies that don't come, and they, I think Pony Club is seen a little bit elitist, but it's definitely not, you know, you can come at any level, we're, we're here to help, you know, um, as an instructor, I'd, I see all levels of riding, um, and I'm here to help with any issues or problems as well, you know, yeah. you, you might be struggling with a pony at home, and well, we're the pl place to come, and hopefully we'll be able to help you out, but yeah, we, we had a great um, a little event at the Royal Show, we did a musical ride for the little kids, and they did a Cowboys and Indians themed musical ride, it was great. Well that's it, you, you know, there could be some children in the audience that want to, yeah, oh, I want to ride a horse, I remember as a little girl, I always wanted a horse, I was never allowed one, and now to this day I feel like I've maybe missed out but uh, I don't think I'm going to take it up anytime soon it's not for the faint-hearted but like you say Cheryl fundraising is a key element of the pony club as well yeah it's great we we um we do a lot of self-fundraising so we can we know we have a raffle at the, these kind of events and we try and go out and get a bit of sponsorship and um, do social events that maybe raise a little bit of money um, we are lucky enough to get some money from the sports council which is great we've had 
Microgaming have, have sponsored tonight, so they've been able to in, do the engravings, the trophies, and decorate the tables. And so, yes, yeah, sponsorship and any support possible is key um, for us, yeah. But you're saying to Cheryl that you, know, you don't have to be involved with the horse side of things. You know, these people needed to build jumps, construct yeah. jumps, bake cakes, you yeah. know, all these other aspects of it as well. Yeah, so we, we, have, we have a good committee, a strong committee that um, take on roles and you know, set up for events and things. But we, you know, with the fundraising, you know, we have cake stalls. And so we do get, so try and get some of the mums and dads roped in. Even if somebody perhaps isn't even involved in the horsey world that wants to um, come and help any farmers out there that wants to build some jumps <laughs> or something that he's doing if they, as if they have any spare time but. <laughs> but how do they get involved Cheryl how can they get in touch with you or, or the rest of the club okay so we have um, a website um, Isle of Man Pony Club is our online um, website so if you go on there all the information and details um, to contact either myself or um, Alice Corrin is our DC she's um the big boss. <laughs> um, so you can always contact her. There's phone numbers and email addresses on there. So, Isle of Man Pony Club. And like you say, you don't have to have a horse, even if you just want to have a chat or be yep. pointed in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, we can help people and point them in the right direction of where they need to go, whether they need to be a centre member, whether they need to be a proper pony club member, um, or you know yeah what they I had a lady ring the other day about which camps you should go to. You know, the, we're always here to help. George Hotchkiss, well done on a huge prize tonight at the Pony Club, but you've had a, a very, very successful year. Tell us what you've been up to. I, in Easter, I usually go to uh, Blue Chip and Blue Chip and Cricklands and Kelso Hill sometimes. So these are big areas that have lots of horse competitions? Yeah, there's like 50-odd people in every class. That is not for the faint-hearted. And how do you fare? You know, you're 12 years old, coming from the Isle of Man. You know, it's a big undertaking. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really hard training, like, all the time. Yeah, like, twice a week. And do you enjoy the competitions? Uh, yeah, they're really fun. I usually come in, like, top 20. That is a huge, huge achievement. It's something to be very proud of. How do you see the next few years going? Are you going to continue to, you know, compete off-island? Yeah, we're going away like at Easter to Kelsall and Blue Chip again just to compete again, see how well I do. And obviously with travelling, each time you're going to get more and more confidence, you're going to grow in age as well. You know, what's your ultimate goal? Like to jump a metre at Blue Chip and, Ke and Kelsall and Cricklands basically. And how do you manage? You know, there is some very great professional male horse riders. And George, how do you manage a lot of girls at a pony club and across the Isle of Man? It's not, not many boys involved. No, there's like usually four or five in every camp and things I go and I just make friends with them and like talk to them. The girls as well. It's like a big social thing. Yeah, I think that's what the girls say. It is a very friendly uh, pony club. And... For the future, what do you hope to do when you're older? I don't know, like compete at a pretty high level, doing a uh, metre, metre ten or that. And George, do you own your own horse? Yeah, I have a horse called Jack, he's 14 too. He's my, the best horse ever. Oh, <laughs> so do you believe a bond between you and the, and the horse is essential? Yeah, yeah, he's like... He's white, very hard to wash. <laughs> so it comes with a lot of hard work too then. <laughs> yeah. And what age is Jack? He is 10. 
Excellent. So you've got a good few years left with Jack then. Yeah, but I'm quickly growing, so about a year I have to move off him. Oh, but he'll be part of the family still, I hope. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so that when, like you say, you grow, start growing out of a horse, do you then have to look and try and find a horse that is you know, compatible with you? You know, is it an easy job to find a new horse? Well, yeah, because my sister usually gets a horse and then gets passed down to me, so, so I can work on her. Yeah, and and that usually works then. Yeah. Yeah. Isla Kane, you're one of the younger members at Pony Club. What age are you? I'm 10 years old. And how long have you been involved with Pony Club? I've been involved in Pony Club since I was four years old. And do you, do you enjoy it? I enjoy it very much. It's a new way of making friends and getting to bond with your horse. And in the summertime, they have camps and rallies and all these different things where you can you know, go along, like you say, and make friends. What do you get up to there? Um, well, we do um, the three disciplines. We usually do dressage, cross country, and some show jumping. And then the bigger camps, they stay overnight. The minier camps have like a day camp, and we have a three day camp, I think. And so, is it all about the horse? Do you learn how to look after the horse? You know, all, all the intricate things that go with keeping a horse? Yeah, so we learn about how to keep it in the stable field anywhere and we learn how to take care of it what things we need for it and what we need for the riders and the other side of it the badges what do you have to do to earn a badge is it, i suppose a bit like brownies yeah it's like you know, you learn new things you get tested for it and then you get the badges so what element do you like of pony club i know you like making friends and attending the rallies and the camps but what, what's most special to you I quite like show jumping and cross country because they're fast and fun. Are you not scared to ride a horse at great speed then? Um, not really because I'm, I'm used to, well, slow horses, but I've recently got a new horse that's really fast and I don't have to kick a lot, which is awesome. <laughs> and what type of things do you do at home to look after it? Because obviously having an animal is a big responsibility. Well, we have to go twice a day to feed them, give them hay, water, bring them in and out depending on the weather, and we usually ride two or three times a week. That, that is huge. Most people have cats and dogs. <laughs> but not for you, Wyla. This coming summer, what do you hope to achieve with Pony Club? I hope to achieve doing my first proper cross-country round on my new pony, Dixie. And I'm hoping to come clear. That is absolutely brilliant. So in a few years' time, you'll be of age to go to the UK and compete or, or you try out to get in the Ireland team for the Games. Is that something you look forward to? Uh, yes, I'm really looking forward to going away for the first time because I've never been away with a horse before to do events and jumping and games. I, not nervous at all? Not much, no. <laughs> Brilliant. So you would recommend Pony Club to your friends? Yeah, because they've got beginners, um, nearly ready, and there's like experts. So there's plenty of tuition on hand, like Isla Curfee, who trains some of the games team, to, to help you. Yeah, they, the teachers are very good and professional, and they help you a lot with what you're struggling with. Isla Curfee, you're a coach at the Isle of Man branch of the Pony Club. Now, you have a bit of a big undertaking of coaching young people, similar age to you and younger, to take part in these competitions on Ireland and off Ireland. What do they entail? Yes, well, we train twice, sometimes three times a week, running up to the events. and You're dealing with a great big animal and a rider, and, you know, they're only quite a young age too. Well, they all have 
a pony that they either borrow or for the games or they have their own and they all bring it to the training where we all come together and we practice maybe once or twice a week all these different games and it takes a lot of precision and um, with this you say games what what kind of things do they get up to well they, they normally the first game is bending in and out of poles or putting mugs on the poles or jumping off the ponies and then jumping back on as fast as they can and these ponies don't mind this well, they, they get used to it in the end. <laughs> no, they get well, used how to it. much of that is between the horse and rider? There has to be some kind of connection. Yeah, they, they have to practice a lot in, in, in training and at home to get good enough to be able to come away. There's a lot, lot of competition to get onto the team. So. And here, I suppose we've got quite a big catchment area. There's a lot of young people in Pony Club here tonight at the awards at Paul Rose Golf Club. You know, there's loads and loads of children wanting to get involved with this. Yeah, yeah, it, it's... There's a lot of young ones and we like to keep them interested so that we keep our team full and make sure there's a lot of competition so we get the best of the best. And will you travel off-island with your team often through the year? Yeah, either once or twice, maybe three times, depending on how they do in the qualifying of area, then zones and then championships. Yeah, it's good. So as a coach, you've got two of your team here with you tonight. Ashlyn, you're a competitor. You're only 15 years of age. How do you gel with your horse to do this kind of thing that Isla's described? Well, I've had my horse lucky for like, I had it for about five years. And I did games right from the first year. So I just got used to it, really. And is it quite scary? Because obviously you're sitting tall, you know, you're well up in the air. It's going at breakneck speed. And here you are trying to get manoeuvre around and put items where they're supposed to be to get points for your team how good does that bond have to be yeah it used to be really scary when I first started but you just have to learn to trust your horse and then you eventually just get used to it and get used to throwing yourself on and off and you and Isla obviously compete together because you came back with the, with the pair's title yeah we came did we come first second in the yeah. area and then we went on to the next round in which we came in the top six and was it quite surprising or was it, you know, was something you worked really hard for? Yeah, we worked really, really hard for it and we trained in and out as much as we could to try and get there. It's not just like any other sport where you turn up to a netball court or a tennis court and get your, your ball or your racket out and away you go. You know, you're going to have to kit a horse up, warm it up, make sure it's fit. It's a lot of dedication to keeping an animal. Yeah, you have, to, you have to keep them fit and you have to look after them and keep them in at night and out in the day in the winter and making sure they're all, they're all ready for the, the competition when it comes. So, Lucy, you're also part of the games team as well and you've also been successful in your own right as an individual rider this year. Yeah. Tell us what you've been up to. Um, eventing. So, here on the Isle of Man, you'll take part in, in event classes which will qualify you to go into England Obviously, that's going to be a huge undertaking for a young person. Yeah, it's a lot of commitment. And do you own your own horse, or do you have to, to borrow horses like some of the others? Um, for eventing, I have my own horse. Yeah. And what hours would go into getting that horse ready? On the run-up to eventing, I used to ride in the morning and night. So when everybody else is out partying, or you're going to youth club here, and you're tacking up your horse, and away you go? I didn't have a social life for those few months. <laughs> Was it worth it though, Lucy? Because obviously so many young people aspire to be in the Olympics, Commonwealth Games, you know, even just to compete off-island, it's a huge achievement and you at only 14 years of age, you know, it's, it's a really great thing. Yeah, I was very happy with it. I was never expecting it in a million years. Didn't think I'd ever get there. And is this giving you inspiration to go on and, and try harder for next year or is it change of plans? Uh, definitely. I'll go do the bigger classes.
I think it's more pressure now. So you talk about bigger classes. Tell us what you actually did last year. Um, I only did the grassroots, which is the 80-centimetre class, because I had a new horse, and I hadn't done it before on him. And I'd only been away once before that on my other one. So where, whereabouts in the UK did you go to compete for this? Cheshire. So, so what does eventing entail? Uh, you have three disciplines within it. You have dressage at the start of the day, then show jumping, and then cross-country later on. So for you to compete, they are three very, very different disciplines. You know, for, for non-horse riding people like myself, you know, to have that connection and to get your horse to do all of those manoeuvres, it takes a lot, of, a lot of effort to do it. But do you feel that your bond with your horse now will last for the next few years? Definitely. It's definitely paid off and worth it. Yeah. So plans for next year? Uh, same, the eventing again, but in the bigger classes, 90 centimetres. So you, you see the classes change from 80 centimetres to 90 centimetres. What does this mean? Is this you growing, the horse growing, the bars growing? <laughs> it's the height of the jumps. Oh, wow. So as you grow in confidence and train more, then the, the jumps will get higher. Yeah. If you have a smaller pony as well, you're going to be doing the small classes. And however long you've had your horse, it quite often will depend on, because you're not going to take it straight to the big classes if you've had it for a few months. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of hard work and obviously commitment has gone into this. How do you feel the Alaman Pony Club, you know, the, the games, the events that they put on, has helped you as a young person? I think it's like made my life. I wouldn't imagine it without horses ever. And do the guys do enough here on the Alaman for you to get enough practice to go to take part in these competitions in the UK? 100%. We'll have games training two to three times a week, build up to events. Then you'll have your event training two times a week, close to the event. When you're away, you'll be riding twice a day. So you have to be really, really fit by the sounds of this. <laughs> Very. <laughs> and going back to you, Isla, what has Pony Club meant to you as a young person? Now that you're a coach, you're seeing it from maybe the older person's view. Well, growing up through Pony Club, it's just meant that now I can teach them. It just shows me how much effort has had to be put in for me to be able to do that. For now, me to be able to teach them, it's taught me a lot. It really has. And we know how determined you are as a person, Isla, so does this filter down through the people that you coach? I try and I try and <laughs> I do try and filter it down as much as possible. I'm probably just as competitive as they are when they're riding. I'm cheering them on as, <laughs> as much as I can. <laughs> so what's the plans for you now? You and I'm, I'm still training the games team and then hopefully becoming a teacher and an instructor there and, and in all disciplines, not only the games. And you compete in all the disciplines as well yourself? Yeah, I do the eventing, just like Lucy, the, the dressage, the cross-country and the show and jump in, and I really enjoy it. And Ashlyn, plans for your next year? Well, I can't do games anymore because I'm too old, oh. but hopefully do the eventing this year. And is that something quite scary or are you looking forward to it? Um, no, I'm looking forward to it. You ready? Yeah. 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 And how do you find growing up through Pony Club, making new friends, and is it something worth getting involved in? Uh, it's definitely made me more confident, and it's great to have friends that you just you cannot see them for ages, and then when you do, it's like you see them every day. That was Cheryl Curfew from the Isle of Man Pony Club and some of the young people involved to keep the club moving along. Yes, George Hodkiss there, Isla Kane, also Isla Curfew. So, uh, you know, a good good variety of people there. And uh, like you say, there's, there's events in, in the Pony Club for all sorts of 
ages and abilities, isn't there? There really is. Yeah. Even if you're a non-rider, you, you can still be part of it. You can bake cakes, you know, for any of the fundraisers that they have, and even just go out and put the jumps in place for the young people to take part. But Isla Kane, a very young person, really enjoying it. It's something that she looks forward to at the weekends. There's so many skills developed from it. Responsibility to look after animals, and I like it's like a bit like brownies but with your horse as well. So, you know, it's another a thing to go to of this summer's it, evening. It is much dedication needed uh, in that and Absolutely. good discipline involved as well. And when you see some of them younger ones on the sides of them horses, you think, wow, you My are brave. <laughs> this is it. And Isla and the, and the two girls there that compete in the Pony Club games, no fear at them, hanging off the side of them ponies, going like stink. Mm. Absolute credit. Good stuff. <laughs> You're listening to Countryside here on Manx Radio with Kiri Kumod and myself, Simon Clark. Well, last Saturday saw the, well, one of the most anticipated uh, days of the year when the tickets go on sale at the Welcome Centre at the Sea Terminal for the forthcoming annual Young Farmers Concert. Well, by the sounds of things, people had been there for many, many hours. I got there about 8.30, 9 o'clock on the Saturday morning. There was still a massive queue. I spoke to a couple of people involved uh, in the queue. Also, uh, Sarah from the Welcome Centre and Bryony Neal as well. Well, let's get a chat with a couple of people who've been here fairly early this morning. Uh, what time did you get here for the queue? Um, about 10 to 6 this morning. 10 to 6? And yes. was there many people standing there in line then? There was quite a few in front of us, yeah, I would say there was, yes, yeah. Yeah, when you see some of the pictures on the social media, there's a lot of people there, some reportedly here from 8.30 last night, uh, with the blankets, flasks and everything, so... Uh, no, we were out partying last night, so we couldn't come too soon. So oh, straight, straight from the straight nightclub from the to party, here? Straight from the party <laughs> to here, that would have been the answer, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, what's what's it, 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 is this something you do every year? Come this this uh, early? We've done it for the last five or six years. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, we want to get we wanted to get seats for the Saturday night, so they go out quite quickly, and you can't get them online. So um, yeah, so we wanted to come down, and it's quite a nice atmosphere anyway. Young farmers, um, uh, people are really good for providing coffee and tea and. Uh, toast this morning and scones so you know what's not to like about it even if you don't have your breakfast with you there's uh, food and, and, and supplied it was lovely really yeah. good yeah. so so everyone's not just standing in the queues in silence then no 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 you have everybody's chatting to everybody everybody seems to know everybody yeah yeah it's good fun and what about the when the boat comes in in the morning and people are coming off that are they wondering what's going on well they have to move off the um, escalator when the, the luggage escalator otherwise they go around again but uh, it wasn't too busy this morning but yeah there's quite a few people about yeah and uh, you must sound like a regular to the concert then yes yes i have family in it yes yeah. and i like so to you looking forward to, to it this year yeah uh, it's a really good fun night yes uh, home yeah. to bed now uh, n- no 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 more shopping and stuff <laughs> yet yes lots lots to do yet <laughs> bumped into a very busy young lady uh Bryony neil you've been here since the early hours of uh, of the morning here at the sea terminal uh, it's not quite as early as some by the sound of it. Yes, the dark hours of <laughs> five o'clock. We got here this morning, myself and the rest of the committee members, Finlow, as chairman, um, we arranged to do teas and coffees. Hannah suggested our treasurer doing toast for everyone. So um, we had some happy faces when we were giving them to them because they had been here since midnight. Um, 
the very, very first ladies got here at 8.30 last night. Um, so they were looking a bit tired, but happy to finally get their tickets this morning. Well, they get the best seats yeah. of the house then, weren't they? Pretty much, yeah. Well, I think there was a bit of a competition between the first and second group to see who was uh, getting first in the queue, but they were well planted by the time we got here. So, um, yeah, but it's great to see their faces. You see the same ones every year, and it was it was good to catch up with them. Yeah, just talking to a couple of people who have been in the queue, uh, mm-hmm. maybe not quite since last night queuing, but saying how good the atmosphere is. It's not just everyone sitting in silence waiting. Yeah, no, to be fair, it was really good this year. Like, the time has just absolutely flown by. It might not have for the, those that have been in the front of the queue, but for us being here from five, um, you know, nipping and out, giving people teas and coffees, toast, chatting to them and everything, everyone's sort of hustle and bustle between themselves. Um, so, yeah, it's great. Everyone's just trying to get a bit of information, inside scoop about people's concerts and stuff. But Not much giving away, though. No, 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 <laughs> tight lips, tight lips. It's all top secret. But um, yeah, it's exciting now just to get to the concert on the 12th to the 14th of March. This, this is the, the thing about the Young Farmers Federation, though, isn't it? I mean, you're organising the concert, you're involved in the concert, you're putting the concert on. It's a big, big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of you have took the time just to come and make sure that everyone's happy queuing up for the tickets. Yeah, well, definitely everyone is so good to support us. So, you know, it's good to sort of get out and speak to them and see how they are, you know, see what they're excited for about this year's concert. Um, And yeah, it's just a big sort of community thing. We've got a really, really good team, you know, on the committee and the wider members in in the federation. We all get on really well. So it's nice to do things together that involve the public. Will there be any tickets left after today? I don't know. Well, I hope so. The, the online ticket sales go out at 10.30 on the phone, so there should be a few left, but most the majority of our ticket sales come from over the counter here at the Welcome Centre. Well, we're all looking forward to it, and uh, well done for, for getting here so early, you and your team. Yes, thank you very much, and thank you to them all, and once again, thank you to Conister for helping us put it all together. Well, Sarah, reader from the Welcome Centre. Um, time did you get here this morning? Okay, so uh, not quite as early as some. <laughs> I was here about quarter past seven. Um, uh, and when I arrived, astounded at how busy it is. It's just fantastic to see so many people. Um, uh, and we've got a really dedicated team. They were here about half past seven, uh, getting ready to sell the tickets. Um, and this is my first year here, so absolutely amazing. Really incredible, yeah. It's, it's such an amazing atmosphere. And considering everyone's been up so early, really, really great spirits. When you think of all the West End shows that happen and people buying tickets, something like this on the Isle of Man, some young farmers, some amateur dramatics going on, and a little bit of rubbish, it's fair to say, in the concerts as well, but that's what people love about it. And when you walk in the door and see that you know the queue's going for miles down to the, where the, the baggage terminal and everything is, it's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's... For me, it kind of demonstrates that real kind of sense of community. I'm, I'm so thrilled that people get so excited about it. I think it's a fantastic tradition. Um, yeah, it's just amazing. And do, do the staff talk about it? Do the coming weeks up before it ready for the ticket sales? Or it's going to be a big mad rush and everything? But it all seems fairly calm. Yeah, I mean, obviously there's organisation and we kind of think about it, uh, you know, weeks and weeks in advance. But um, yeah, everyone really seems to love it. You know, it, it is a, a real event, not just for the people coming in to buy tickets, but for us here at the Welcome Centre. Yeah, it's superb. Well, well done to you and your team. Kept everyone calm and everyone's still smiling in the queue anyway yeah yeah, yeah. i think I'm, I'm just wondering how many will be going home to bed i know that's what i'll be doing when i'm done <laughs> thank you so much sarah reader from the welcome center Bryony neal the secretary of the federation of young farmers and before that 
one of the anonymous guests I managed to get a word with who was queuing up for the sought-after tickets, uh, particularly for the Saturday night uh, of the annual Young Farmers concert. It really does give you that little bit of a buzz, doesn't it? Even the first though... time I'd been there. Really? At the, at the ticket sales, yeah. Good golly. Yeah. Oh, it is fantastic. And to have those people support the Young Farmers year after year, it's, it's absolutely so special to all of the competitors on the stage yeah. at, at the Gaiety Theatre to have such a following. It's yeah. huge, isn't it? 8.30 the evening before the first person was queuing. Well, there, goodness so. me. Eh? If that doesn't say it all, Simon. <laughs> it's just say brilliant. It uh, so we're looking forward to that in early March. So uh, preparations will be well ahead for that. And uh, don't forget, Kiri and myself will be there on the Saturday night uh, to get the reaction and all the prize winners for our special countryside programme after the concert's finished. But we'll leave it there for this week. Uh, we're back next week with more from the countryside. So from me, Simon Clark. And me, Kiri Kermode. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.